I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Welcome to the Giants Huddle Podcast for this rapid reaction to the Giants-Jaguars game. I am joined by Super Bowl champion Chris Canty, but first a reminder that the Giants Huddle Podcast can be found on the Giants app at Giants.com slash podcasts and on all popular podcast platforms. Now, joined by Chris Canty, uh, Giants go down to Jacksonville, get a 23-17 win. The first time in franchise history the Giants have won on the road in Jacksonville. That's a great win for this team, improving to 6-1. and one. Yeah, it's just another impressive performance by Brian Daybold and his team. And, and I want to credit the head coach for getting his guys ready to play. Baltimore Ravens was a huge home win. This was an opportunity to have a natural letdown going down to Jacksonville, a team that had lost three straight. The Giants didn't take it for granted. They didn't roll their helmet out there. There was that attention to detail right up until the end of that game. But overall, I thought they did a great job in terms of their energy and their urgency coming out to compete today. Absolutely. Facing a Jacksonville Jaguars team that has a run defense that's third best in the NFL. Uh, the Giants, of course, a run-heavy offense. This Jags defense was really keying in on Saquon Barkley early, but the Giants were just kind of getting what they could get done. Daniel Jones using his legs, getting the passing game going early, that opening drive, getting a touchdown, Daniel Jones to Darius Slayton. Uh, the creativity we saw in this offense adjusting to what they saw. Well, yeah, the offense took what the Jags defense gave them. In the first half, it was the passing game, and Daniel Jones did his damage through the air. They were facing a lot of seven-man fronts, eight-man fronts, heavy boxes loaded up to stop Saquon Barkley, and Daniel Jones through the RPOs and then beating guys over the top with the passing game was able to get some mileage uh, through the air. So I thought that was really impressive. They utilized play-action passing a lot, and that's one of the things that I think – a lot of defenses get caught in a bind with because Saquon Barkley has been so productive. Daniel Jones coming into week six, third in play-action passing attempts. And that's certainly something that they utilized early on. But as the defense made its adjustments, we saw Brian Dable and his coaching staff make their adjustments. And coming out in the second half, it was run-centric. Whether it was the zone read scheme and handing off to Saquon or Daniel Jones on quarterback keeps, the Giants offense got a lot of mileage on the ground. 175 yards rushing in the second half. Really impressive effort, especially considering you were down two offensive linemen, two starters, um, and still being able to get that that surge at the line of scrimmage, being able to own the line of scrimmage. I think it speaks to how well Brian Dable and Mike Kafka have this team prepared. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Right. And the Giants coming away with not one but 200-yard rushers in Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. Uh, And again, you mentioned 175 of those yards came in the second half alone. They were getting yardage out there. Uh, But Daniel Jones not only running for 107 yards, but also passing for 202 and a touchdown. You know, we've given this offense a lot of praise. This defense, though, really clutch. And the defense has been clutch all season in securing these wins. That last drive, you know, there was a little bit more time on the clock than this Giants team would have liked. Mm -hmm. But the defense showed up in this 80-degree weather and held strong. Yeah, and it was guys like Adoree Jackson and Fabian Moreau and Xavier McKinney and Julian Love. And the latter two combining for that tackle at the end of the game to stop the Jacksonville Jaguars short of the the low line. So that was a game-winning play. But you're also talking about a game-winning play that happened in the first half when Xavier McKinney was able to force that fumble on Travis Etienne as he was getting ready to cross the goal line for a touchdown. Julian Love picks it up in the end zone, takes a knee. It's a touchback. That ends up leading the points on the next Giants drive. So there are a couple of key instances where that defense steps up. To me, the most pivotal of those was when the Jacksonville Jaguars had the ball early in the fourth quarter. Third and one, fourth and one, the New York Giants get stops, and that gives the ball back to the New York Giants offense, and they go on the game-winning drive for a touchdown. Absolutely. That stop, like you said, when we talked about this earlier as well, it's not just about third and one or fourth and one, but it's also about third and one, being able to do something with consistency and stop them and and the complementary football as well, turning that into offense. That touchdown, of course, gave the Giants a 2017 lead a lead they wouldn't look back from but things got close there for a little while um you know they kept us they kept it interesting late as the Giants have been wont to do this season um you know Wink Martindale's defense known to blitz sending them uh, they didn't quite get to the quarterback today but they did win the turnover battle yeah. you know that turnover that you mentioned that uh Julian Love recovered in the end zone and was able to take a knee uh, Giants did not turn the ball over at all today, though. That ball security really important. Winning that turnover battle, what kind of a, a point is that for this team? Well, that's the most important statistic other than the scoreboard. Right. Winning the turnover battle, and that's what the New York Giants did. You talked about being plus one. You could really call it plus two with the turnover on downs that they got early in the fourth quarter. So anytime you're plus two and you're able to run the football for over 200 yards, I, I think you're going to have an opportunity to have success. The other thing is, The New York Giants let the Jaguars get all of the penalties for the first 58 minutes of that game. 13 Jacksonville Jaguars penalties. It's hard to win football games that way, and I think that speaks to how well the Giants are coached by allowing them to make all of the mistakes. Now, down the stretch, there were a couple of defensive holding penalties that that Giants defense had, but they didn't hurt you because at that point in the game, 
giving up five yards and a first down on a penalty is inconsequential in comparison to running time off the clock, which they did. So I think you have to keep things in their proper perspective. But overall, a really, really good team effort and complimentary football. And Madeline, one of the formulas that you want for success when you go on the road in the NFL is being able to run the football and being able to have those completions and the number is 50, at least that's what Coach Coughlin used to tell us. If you have combined rush attempts and pass completions over 50, you're going to have a good day in the office. The New York Giants, 58 runs plus completions. That's a really impressive figure. And as it showed today, that kind of formula will travel. Well, and 58 runs plus completions, but also another number that I like to highlight is eight. Eight different players catching a yes. pass from Daniel Jones. This is something that we've been seeing a lot of late. There isn't really a clear wide receiver one in this group, but they are spreading the ball around and they are getting different guys involved in this offense. And and each of these guys is really stepping up into his role. We talked about Darius Slayton, Wandale Robinson, the rookie, in his second full game today, really kind of making some noise as well. No, and that's impressive to see the young guys starting to come around, like Baltimore. Baltimore Ravens game. He had three catches and a touchdown today. Six catches for 50 yards, including a couple that converted for first down. So when Wandell is getting involved and now Darius Slayton is having this resurgence, it just creates more weapons for Daniel Jones to work with. More importantly, it creates more guys in that receiving core that Brian Daybol and Mike Kafka can depend on. And I think that's the, the, the key thread when we start talking about who's getting snaps at receiver versus who isn't. These guys that are playing are buying into what Mike Kafka and Brian Dable want to do on the offensive end, and Daniel Jones is rewarding them by putting the football on them. Still had a couple of drops, a little few more than we'd like to see, but I think overall it was a good effort for those guys, especially being shorthanded with the Daniel Bellinger injury. Right, Daniel Bellinger got poked in the eye, and you know that doesn't sound like a hard injury, but if you saw it, oh my gosh, that yeah. was a, that was <laughs> not an great, Bob. Not, not great, great, Bob. That was an aggressive eye poke, and that was not. The the only injury we saw two two significant injuries on the offensive line you saw Ben Bredesen and rookie Evan Neal uh, both leaving the game with a knee injury in that first half but it didn't seem to be a, a giant impact on this game because you know the rookie Josh Azudu stepped in we mm -hmm. saw Tyree Phillips step in and the offensive line was still able to hold strong no those guys did a great job of being able to own the line of scrimmage not just in the run game but in the pass rush Daniel Jones was only sacked once in this game they kept him clean I think it were only three quarterback hits so that's a fearsome Jacksonville Jaguars defensive front led by Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. And pretty much all of those guys had quiet days. I think that speaks to the offensive line doing its job. They were able to create lanes for Daniel Jones to see down the field and deliver the football with accuracy, but also for DJ to scramble and pick up yards with his legs when his receivers couldn't uncover. So overall, an outstanding performance by the offensive line. And that's one of those things that when Coach Dayball goes through the film, he's going to highlight for the rest of the team. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one -on -one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one -on -one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? 
I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't Nick? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, and the offensive line for Giants fans out there listening, they are so much used to hearing the opposite reaction to the performance of the offensive line. So a lot of credit to this group and also to offensive line coach Bobby Johnson. OG Bobby Johnson really getting work done out there as well. Um, you know, but again, Giants are stacking wins, finding ways. Six and one. The first time they're six and one since 2008. That wow. is an incredible start to the season. Shh, I know, don't right? tell anybody. Like, that's why I'm like starting to whisper it a little yeah. bit like this. This is an organization that is used to success, but has had, you know, a, a bit of a drought of late. And this team is really finding unique ways week in and week out to close it out they got another tough one next week though heading to the west coast to face seattle uh before the bye week i just want to hear your early thoughts on that game right there well the giants have been on an emotional roller coaster but they've also been traveling around the world literally literally i mean you're talking about them playing across the pond in london against the packers and then coming back no bye week included for a tough matchup against the baltimore ravens then having to go on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars, which is not a short flight for those that know. And now you're talking about flying six hours across the country to play against a really tough Seattle Seahawks team with a quarterback in Geno Smith, who has the fourth best QBR through the first six weeks of the NFL season. So this is another tough challenge for the New York Giants ahead of their bye week. The rest couldn't come at a better time, but they've got business to handle up in Seattle before they do get that rest. I'm just I'm curious to see how they come out and how Brian Dable handles the work week for these guys, knowing that there could be a little bit of a tired legs with all of the traveling that they've had to deal. Right, not to mention uh, four games in a row leading into this week. Not sure what they're doing at the uh, 4.30 game against uh, the Chargers, but four games in a row in which the Seahawks have had an interception. Um, so that defense is nothing to scoff at either. But you take a look at the standings, the Eagles 6-0 and still on a bye this week. The Giants, Cowboys, and Washington each won, but the Giants still at that number two spot. And they don't play the next division game until they face the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. So stacking a few, you know, got a few weeks there before that happens. And then those games are the ones that you really want to get the dubs. No doubt about it. You want to stack your wins when you can get them. We all know that division games kind of count like two because you get a win, but the team in your division – Gets a, gets a loss in the standing. So that matters, but you also got to get those wins against those NFC opponents. Right. Seattle figures to be one of those teams in the playoff picture. You don't know where they're going to finish. If you end up having to go the wild card route to get into the postseason, that could be one of the teams that you're competing with for one of those spots. So um, this is a big game, a consequential game for the Giants because it's the next one on the calendar. Yeah. But I also think this is a matchup between two teams that can find themselves playing playoff football. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, we got a lot of ball game left this season. Chris Canty, thank you so much for the insight and reaction uh, on this Giants Huddle podcast. Uh, you can find the Giants Huddle podcast on the Giants app at Giants.com slash podcast and on all popular podcast platform. The Giants uh, Huddle podcast feed also has the All In Giants podcast from last season. We've got quite a few podcasts in the Giants organization. Make sure to check them all out. Like, subscribe, all of that. Uh, for Chris Canty, I'm Madeline Burke. We'll see you next time on the Giants Huddle. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 